What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with episode 25. Got Ben in the house as always. What's going on, bro? Another good week. Yes, sir. News-filled, action-packed, bullish week. Yeah. I mean, anything, any adjective you could use for big, it, it was yeah. a big week. And it seems to be a lot, a lot of the sleeping giants, like the guys that were doing big things in, in January and February, mm-hmm. they went to sleep for a little bit, and now they're coming back with what they've been working on. It, yeah. It's what it feels like to me, like the Michael Saylors of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with Michael Saylor. You yeah. know more about this. What's yeah, he doing? So he uh, raised uh, $500 million to purchase more Bitcoin. Um, they started a sub company called uh, Macro Strategy. Uh, his, he's the CEO of Micro Strategy, and they yeah. handle like software cloud data solutions. Is there a benefit to that? I, I heard that, but I didn't know what the benefit of owning. A, a, like a, a side company to like own the Bitcoin is that yeah, what yeah I think I think it's like their Bitcoin holding company okay um, so they don't gotta like anger their board is that yeah well so I mean they're just doing so much Bitcoin business it's like they have Bitcoin on the reserves of MicroStrategy and now yeah. they have a whole nother Bitcoin holding where that's huge that's just yeah. it's crazy and so I was watching one of his I think CNBC interviews and uh, the woman had asked like oh well what about your shareholders you know is is Bitcoin a distraction and he's like you know actually they told me cash is trash yeah and we invested in Bitcoin and our stock has quadrupled right. So my shareholders are actually very satisfied. Yeah. And we're making moves. Like That's insane. He owns her. Um, it, it, I like to think about it as like, it, it won't fail, right? But mm-hmm. I, I think is it, could it be thought of as a defense mechanism to say, hey, if we have this other company, it won't take uh, micro strategies down? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like if that company goes and it takes a hit because this ends up being a disaster. Right. We won't suffer on this. Gotcha, end. gotcha. You yeah, I'm it, sure. Yeah, there's. Could that be? There has to be tax. Or is that advantage. just in my yeah. mind? <laughs> no, there has there, there has to be tax advantages, and, okay. and if you're forming a whole. I like it. LLC. I just didn't understand it. Yeah. I heard it, and I was like, I think eh. they're just they're doing so much. Like he's gonna raise a billion dollars more. I think it's tonight. He was supposed to be hosting like a miners conference. Yeah, yeah, that I saw tonight? that. Yeah. That's the right move. Going public. You must because yeah. I don't think the Hornets are gonna let you. And we'll get into plebs a little bit later. But I don't <laughs> yeah. think the Hornets are gonna let you do that. Right. Nor should they. Um, because um, as we talk about later as well, reading the block size wars, it's like, you know, people fight for this thing. And mm-hmm. it, they, even back then, there was no privacy talks. Like, you couldn't just go into a room and go together. And they tried to do that, the big black guys. Mm. But we'll get into that a little later. It's almost like collusion. Yeah, right. Hey. So it doesn't go well. So he has to go public with it. But I have to see what happens. I, don't, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, there's, you know, bigger miners, right. pleb miners that are stand up. Uh, the Marty Bents of the world are the obvious ones I could think of. He minds? Uh He's a yeah, he's a big miner. He's a Great American Mining, I believe. Ah, he's a part of that whole thing. Uh, cool. I don't know if he's like you know one of the leaders in that crew yeah, or whatever, but that yeah, he's involved. That's cool. Um, so I, you know, Denver, Colorado, uh, Denver Bitcoin, I think mm-hmm. Denver, Denver Mining. There, there's a few guys that are like leaders and plebs or whatever, and they kind of um, shout out to Tarantula. Tarantula was yeah. on. There's some people that would have great influence and great opinions about yeah. what, what Michael Saylor's doing better than I could do. Sure. Um, so. But yeah, go open with it. He is doing a lot of things, and he's just about to just start dollar cost averaging. And yeah, um, that's huge. I mean, that's huge. That's yeah. that's I what mean, a leader's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. It, it it takes that, and then it takes normal folks doing the same thing. Like once everyone dollar cost averages. Yeah, 
game theory. It is it is a weird it is a weird conundrum because you need those big wheels like that at the same time. But we're you know I say we, but I because I feel that way sometimes reading this stuff. We're so defenseful of this thing. Like we have to defend this thing that we're very. There's no there's no reason to trust anybody, right? right? So. Cool that he's dollar cost averaging in. I want to see what it does. It's obviously going to make the price go up, but everybody that's in Bitcoin, as we discussed, already knows that whether the price goes up or not, we already got that. Right. Um, and there's more opportunities. So, interesting. Um, Sailor's a big dog for sure. Um, he continues, like Jack Dorsey, continues to at least come back and, and say, hey, I'm still rocking with y'all. Like, yeah. you know, we, we big people here. Yeah. But I, I still rock with y'all. He, I like that. Yeah, he had a, a CNBC interview on the iPhone. Yeah. Back in like 2010, 2011. He's okay. like, listen, the iPhone doesn't need to, you know, shapeshift and transform. It just needs a better battery life, yeah. better screen, better camera. And every six-year-old in America already wants it. And so he saw that trend. He made millions yeah. on the stocks. Yeah. And so, Easier said than them, I think. Yeah. He's, he just had a bigger so battery. He's, just... he's literally a thousand percent, you know, obsessed with Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, and he's teaching corporations how to do this. Yeah. How to and, add it to their balance sheet. And he's a good example that, we could change our minds. Like, Absolutely. Could, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't remember what he was saying and stuff, but I do I do see people pointing out that back in the, back when he was first approached with Bitcoin, Michael Saylor was like, that's trash. Yeah. I don't know the exact words, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he was allowed to change his mind and do what he's doing mm-hmm. now. I think it's big. I still, you know, no heroes. Um. Mm-hmm. I still don't think that, you know, I still think he should be watched, you know? Yeah. Not watched. That's a, No, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think we should put him on a pillar. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I think he's one of us. I like when people say he's just another node. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I he's saw, just another who node. Who said that? I don't know. I, I think, think it I went s- around actually. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It yeah. was fire. Yeah, he's just another node. And as long as we keep it at that, I'm rolling with anybody. Jack Dorsey's yeah. of the world. Right. Uh, but you can tell which node is not behaving properly. Yo, the way you like Jack Dorsey. Yeah. I'm a fan of Jack. I don't just right? like it strong. I'm a fan of Jack <laughs> Dorsey. Go ahead though. No, I'm I'm like that with Sailor, the way you are with Jack. I, okay. I think you're more of a sailor, and that's cool. I, I just yeah. I just respect an individual that has to take a lot of criticism yeah. and is clean, calm about it. I haven't seen him no, spaz. I respect that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and he takes a lot of criticism for, obviously, his work and, yeah. and the banning stuff, but he, he doesn't say anything stupid. Yeah. He continues to show action, and his services are dope. Yeah. I got to give him that. Because there's a lot of people in the in the uh, I don't know what financial services like the Cash App team, yeah, and they don't do it as good, right? You know, so shout out to them and so shout out to the developers. Let's talk about what he's developing. Okay, uh, off topic. Yeah, but, that's uh, that's perfect. Twitter and then censorship free, yeah, decentralized Twitter. I don't know if he's gonna layer it underneath Twitter. Like, I if, think it's gonna be a separate. Okay, like I yeah. thought Blue Sky would just be an API that basically work. What they would just move Twitter over to that would run decentralized, right? So yeah. Uh, because I don't know if they want to rebrand from the beginning. And yeah, start no, it's going to be two separate things, I think. But yeah, so Blue Sky is his, you know, I, 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 the easiest way to for people to understand is their, their Sphinx app. Yeah. Like their ability to be able to message on something like a Layer 2 Lightning Network back and forth and make it to the point where since there's so many nodes sending these messages back and forth, you can't ban because there's a lot of copies of this message out there naturally, like Bitcoin, peer-to-peer. So I don't know the details of uh, Blue Sky, but... Yeah. When that girl rushed the stage and said, hey, you banning people, you banning this and that, he didn't say no. He addressed yeah. it and said, yeah, I, I think you're right. And we're addressing that with Blue Sky. Meaning, like, if somebody would read the underlining factor there is, I can't do anything with Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys want me to do something with Twitter? I can't do it. People yeah. be at him, yo. At, like, I, he's like, but action. Mm-hmm. Let me just do something else. I'm doing something else. And I'm going to drop it. You guys yeah. can use it. Nobody gets decentralized. It's, it's going to be a yeah. value value. I think Twitter is adding lightning pretty soon. 
That'd be pretty cool. That's happening. I saw him do, you know, when do the eyeball emojis. I mm-hmm. saw Jack say, um, like, uh, I saw Jack Mahler's tag Jack and basically say, hey, if you need Strike API to make it run, to make a uh, Twitter lightning thing, reach out to me. And then Jack CC'd his developers. Like, yo, talk to these guys, by the way. This is Carnegie and JP Morgan. I feel like that's what we're watching. But that's why I respect the guy. That's how we got in here, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's not a like thing because like is like, I know the dude and yeah. I show him love and yeah. I don't like the dude. I respect the dude because action beats everything else. Uh, right. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, plebs versus influencers, we just got to go into. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I think words are just getting thrown around now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Naturally, because when you, you know, love something very much and, and everybody has an opinion, um, you know, it's one of those things. I... I think I just I don't know like a lot of people calling themselves plebs even influencers, mm-hmm. uh, regular plebs. Our plebs are still shouting out. There's a lot of toxicity talk, but I, I you know I agree with Gigi and stuff where it's like toxicity is a necessary thing, right? Like, yeah. um, so where do you stand on, on what's happening? Have you been watching what's happening? <laughs> uh, I've been seeing some of the breed love stuff. I saw I saw the breed love thing when he like he re he shared something he posted about checking out BitCloud. Yeah, and he was like, hey, I'm just doing research on it. Bad and idea. Everyone's been at him for it. Uh, and was it Dirt Gigi that took yeah. him to task? I, th- I think I tweeted that Dirt Gigi took out the belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people did. I, I don't think um, it was the Blick Cloud thing, not to cut you off, Big yeah. Cloud thing. I think it was um, that he asked for free market advice, received it, and was just being a, like a baby yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, Dirt Gigi mentioned that. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the Dirt Gigi well, uh, belt whooping was, uh, if you want to call it that, I just think Dirt Gigi handled it with ease. Uh, yeah. Listen, Dirt Gigi's one, I know we don't have heroes. He's one of my favorite thinkers in the game yeah. because he handles himself with composure Fact. and he writes very well. Um, but he just basically, you know, Bree Love started to say something uh, very dumb, which is it's easy to hide behind a mask. Yeah, yeah. People don't know who you are. Right. Um, bad idea. Though Gigi's big about privacy and that. And then somebody pointed out the obvious Satoshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I saw that. Like, what is it? So he took it back. But the Gigi definitely gave him the like, hey, man, like, I just saw you in Miami. You just showed me love. Like, next time, I hope it's love. But. We out. Like, I don't need to be here with this stuff. Shout out to Gigi. Um, but Peter McCormick is getting crap from the yeah. plebs. Um, for what? The T-shirt? No, he got, he's getting stuff for that. But he um, he's he's known in, in, the, in the plebs. And I don't have an opinion on this because I don't know enough about it as a spook. Mm. Um, basically, he used to be a shit corner. And now, I don't know. I, there's a lot of different opinions. I've heard people say that he's, like, funded to be where he's at, right? Like, you know, because he's he has these deals with these shady companies. People have took him to town about, like, the sponsors you have that you're trying to vouch for. Um, a lot of things. And then it's the old school example of the rich guy says, well, I'm just making money. Yeah. And the and the average person is like, yeah, but have a have a spine. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that type mm-hmm. of deal. And I walked into a room. I think it was Stoney. Uh, Stoney's one of the louder plebs. Uh, I like Stoney's uh, posting. He posts real stuff as long as long uh, along with, you know, um, you know, a few stuff. Uh, but he he was in the room with McCormick, and he went he went ham on him. He was just asking him questions and stuff. There was another dude there that said plebs don't matter, mm. and that was just a big mistake. I forgot who it was that said that. But Peter McCormick handled himself with ease, but he was also being very like. Just ask a question. Just ask a question. I'm here to answer it. I'm here to answer it. Like, very passive-aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. And it didn't go anywhere. It was it was funny to listen to. But it didn't go anywhere. But it started this thing where it's like, now let's start calling out with the Brie Love thing. Now it's like, yeah, the plebs, and I respect them, they're out for blood. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's fun to watch, but it's also one of those things where it's like, it's hard to tell through words who's being honest and who's not. Mm. And uh, it's, it's it's I just sit back and watch. I don't try to intercede because I really don't have an opinion on any of this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I 
And I respect certain things about people. But yeah, if you don't have a spine, money is irrelevant to me, especially when you come into the Bitcoin world and say, we're trying to like destroy the dollar, right? It's very weird. But a lot of the influencers are getting heat. Um, yeah, it's just whatever your content's with you. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, because of Bitcoin Miami, there was a lot of uh, back and forth, a yeah. lot of moments that were happening too. So I respect that. I, I naturally unfollowed a lot of the people that when I came into the space, I followed. And, yeah, and, yeah. and it's because I don't need to be mad at you for what you do. Yeah. I just need to exercise my function to not see that. And some of these influences are so big that I still see it because yeah, of other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, it's just as easy as unfollowing and just, I'm not subscribing to you. That's mm-hmm. it. People forget that that's a powerful thing. Like, I'm just unsubscribing to what you're about. You can go play somebody else, but you ain't playing me. But the the plebs are, will call me pussy right now because they ain't playing mm-hmm. that. They're coming out with memes. They're yeah. coming out. Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> coming, out, the they're coming out guns blazing. Those memes are the mad The plebs funny. make big, uh, Bitcoin Twitter fun. Absolutely. And I have a very strong incentive and feeling with this notion that plebs make Bitcoin. Like, I'm talking about the original yeah. developers of plebs. I'm talking about the people that rocket the hardest of plebs. And when you talk about network effect, it's the people that are willing to die for Bitcoin that matter. Yeah, Not the yeah. people that make money off of Bitcoin. That's right. like two different breeds right there. And I think the plebs are the ones that would die because they're scraping their hands and they're literally grinding it through life. They would die for this freedom technology instead of a dude that would just be like, oh, you got to check over here? Oh, don't worry about it. I'll mm. move over here. So shout out to the plebs. I'm not as toxic as the plebs are, but it's necessary. Yeah. Uh, it's a defense system. You can't yeah, just walk up in here. You can't just walk up in here and think you know shit. They'll yeah. let you know. And you could take it as humbling and learn, or you could just be a little bitch about it and whatever. Uh, but that's not Twitter. the first time I've heard about Peter McCormick. Um, yeah. Speaking know, of uh, influencers, yeah. uh, there was an influencer who sold a Bitcoin course. Uh, yeah, I think it was around a thousand dollars. Are we not shining them out? Some, Good. So, I don't some, want to say his some, name. Someone you unfollowed, right? Um, so <laughs> I know someone who got that course. Yeah. And it's almost like a, I don't know if it's a weekly meetup. And he got more from talking to bits. No, no, Pete. So, so <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's a weekly Zoom call or something. Right. But um, people like he he mentioned someone got hired at uh, Kraken. Yeah. Uh, someone else got hired at I think at BlockFi, and then like you're basically chatting with like high people up at all these companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a networking group to get people employed in Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it's that course and it's that networking piece. Just more insight because I know when we saw it, it was this. So my boy had said he was like, I have like five high contacts in my Rolodex now because yeah. of this. Yeah. And he's like, and to me, that's easily worth it. He's yeah, considering. It is. <laughs> he's he's he's. I think he's making like 150 a year. Yeah. So he does high level like accounting finance That's a thin stuff, line. right? <laughs> and so he's looking to get into the crypto space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a portal for him. Yeah. I don't know so, what this crypto thing is that you speak of. But yeah, yeah. I, the Bitcoin <laughs> course or whatever. It was, I don't know what it's called. I know what you mean. Um, I, hey, listen. So. That's, it's a thin line. Yeah, it's a thin yeah, line. Yeah. It is. That's powerful. It yeah. is, man. Network yeah. is everything. We've talked about personally off the mic too, yeah. how meeting people and stuff like that. I plan on going to BitDev meetings mm-hmm. because of the same thing. Yeah. I get it, but it's a thin line. Now nah, I hear you. I hear you. It's a thin line. You. you knew that was going to there, happen. There's, there's going to, I mean, even the Peter McCormick thing, like there's going to be people who are just influential and maybe they really don't care about Bitcoin. I want to know why they're, they're influential though. That's my I thing. Because this influential, GG, this yeah. influential Bitcoiners, that don't do that. Facts. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I want to know sure. why. Like, why does why does Peter McCormick? Honestly, you yeah. listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, it's not the number one podcast. Yeah, it's not. It is by a long shot on the numbers, though. It's marketing, bro. 
It's mar- it's, it's it's like any anything else. I don't right? have to respect that. Though. It's marketing. You're cheating. Well, not you, but you know what I'm saying. They yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's this it's the same way. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying they're doing this. Like, there are booksellers who will hire a consulting firm. Yeah. The consulting firm will create ten thousand different addresses and names. Yeah. And they'll use gift cards to buy all these books. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that book. Yeah, I know, so I know. All that's of a sudden, cheating too. <laughs> Jose Burgos is the number one New York Times bookseller. That's still cheating. So but I know are they doing that? I don't know. Do they have marketing on Smash? I don't know. His his podcast has been around for a while. I'm down for somebody to tell me, like, like literally, like transparency. Like, yeah, listen, uh, it's it's that dope. But I listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts. He has great guests. I've yeah. listened to McCormick's podcast as of recently. Uh, Parker Lewis was just on a week ago. I listened mm-hmm. to Parker Lewis's podcast. Um, I skipped the I skipped the ads. I skip it on everything to be honest. Yeah. Um, but my point is, is that it's not the conversations are not number one podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. So yeah. that's the thing to me is like when I'm. You know, we with this podcast are in a competitive game. It's it's just damn. Like, what is it? What mm. money do you have behind you? What engine do you? Have? And that's questionable, especially when yeah. you're meeting with the president. Of, you're representing Bitcoin, right? In a sense. Yeah. Um, so I think the plebs have the right to sniff it out and be like, "Yo, y'all bugging out with this dude." Yeah. yeah. Um, there's an individual that I won't even shout out, but he, he'll probably know when he, if he listens to this. Um, he wrote a really good detailed article on what he calls the McCormack uh, marketing method. And it's like I a think five, I saw that. Yeah, it's like a five-step thing. I shared it. He removed it, as he said he would. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I read it. And I come from a marketing background. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a system to it. And then you go, like, he actually, it wasn't one of those things where he just said it. Like, he captioned, because you could, with these apps, you could go back in time and see certain tweets, even if they were deleted. Mm. And he showed McCormack tweets where he was like, look, I'm showing you the recipe as I'm explaining it to you. This is not one of those things. Uh, shout out to him. Great piece, by the way. Um, he, I asked him if I could share. He's like, do whatever you want. I thought it was shareable. I, mm. Whether you agree with it or not, uh, I thought it was shareable. So, uh, the plebs, I'm with the plebs because I am a pleb, because I feel like a pleb. Um, I may not be as toxic, but I usually when the coin flips, uh, I think the plebs are Bitcoin. I think uh, the, the Bitcoin, the influencers and the big whales need the plebs. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think that really stands the other way around because it may take longer, but the plebs will outstack the influencers forever. Absolutely. So it's like, all right, whatever. Like, we need you, but we don't need you. Like, yeah. you need us. That right. type of deal. So it's been funny to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memes are incredible on Bitcoin. The memes Twitter. are, the, oh, the video man. memes are the best for me. I love them all, man. Yeah. I love them Photo all. Photo ones are good. The video ones are This really graphic motion ones, I think is a, a Bitcoin rabbit theme. Uh, I, I might be messing that up because there's a Twitter. lot of hodls out there. Yeah, there's yeah, way yeah. too many hodls. I think it's Hoddle Ramenstein or something like that. Hey, um, he does like graphic motion ones and he does hilarious stuff. Shout out to him. Um, there's a lot of really cool Bitcoiners doing stuff. Plebs doing really cool stuff. And, yeah. and they do it voluntary, man. They do it yeah. just to fight. I love it, man. It's it's, it's really cool. It's fun to watch. Uh, Big Cloud, we have it here as a topic, but we kind of hit it. <laughs> Breed Love. Yeah. Your, your boy Brian Armstrong uh-huh. from Coinbase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was funny too. Um, why, man? Why 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 is why are they tempted to get the bag so much? Please, is that a thing I'm missing here? Like, don't, don't they got the bag already? Some someone had posted like, imagine you're working on a different coin. Okay. Right. You believe in its purpose, whatever. Sure. And then you look up and like Coinbase Pro is taking on meme coins and they're not they're overlooking your project. But it's it's based off of like liquidity and what people are going for. You know what I mean? So I think like when they reach a certain volume on other exchanges, yeah. If you have an exchange like Coinbase Pro or you yeah. know, Gemini or whatever, you're looking at that and you're like, How can I give this to my members? Yeah. Because my members want it. But at that point you're just overseeing shit coins being sold. I, so I don't know. I I, I can't mess with these companies anymore. But yeah. you're right. That that that, that 
Coinbase just doesn't have a spine. You're right. It is a money thing. They're yeah. making a killing. Yeah. All these coins make money. People, are, the casino, right? The yeah. gambling casino. But the, to say they're making money is an understatement. For did sure. You, did you see their numbers? I don't pay attention. Insane to numbers. Yeah. When when they went public with the company, I think they reported profits in the billions. Yeah. In their previous quarter. That, I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> like, the market. That's crazy. I don't understand. Like, that's a lot of noise to me. I don't understand the market. Why people would put that money there? But I, it's I just, just exchange con- fees. I just continue to have these conversations with you and yeah. people like you, and, and just just uh, more Bitcoin friendly companies. More Bitcoin friendly companies. I think the only one that I use that's outside of Bitcoin friendly is Cash App, and I still yeah. argue that Cash App is extremely Bitcoin friendly. Yeah, they're not offering any other crypto. Like, yeah, you extremely. I, mean? I, I don't even know why they still got the well, the stonk section is probably <laughs> a money maker, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, that's a Bitcoin friendly company. Um, I still have some stable coin in BlockFi, but I'm yeah. just trying to find a way to get higher interest on stablecoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can do hodl hodl. I just haven't gone that down that rabbit hole yet. Gotcha. But back to the plebs. Influencers might be doing these podcasts as having these people on, but the plebs are writing guides to right. to security, to privacy. The plebs are in El Salvador right now at Bitcoin Beach recording video tutorials and thinking saying? how can we implement Bitcoin on the ground for street vendors and everyone here. You see what I'm saying? Like, fam. You see what I'm saying? Their entire life is going to be changed. Everyone in that area. So why can't these plebs fight for what they believe in, man? What's going on here? These influencers are crazy. And, and right. I saw somebody was even making the point that these influencers are now saying names um, to kind of like identify plebs. Like mm-hmm. plebs, and I forgot the other ones. I wish I could come to this top of my it's head. It's almost but... like politics. Yeah, it's very weird, but I, I, yeah, I, I think, um, the, yeah, the plebs are basically saying, like, yo, y'all need us, man. Like, we listen to the podcast, we do these things or whatever. And you're right, the plebs are not the guy that's sitting with the Metallica shirt talking to the president for a camera op. The plebs are the guys that are on the beach recording the content for the people to trade to do these things. Yeah. But I, I, I keep going down the Bitcoin friendly uh, route, which is the safest route. Because these guides, man, there's people out here teaching you how to use the right tools to secure your stuff to, you know, to take it in your control, man. And I understand that Coinbase and BlockFi and these things are like the typical bank app. So we're used to that type of flow where just money just sits there and we just trust it. Mm -hmm. But this is different. This is different. So shout out to the plebs again. Big Cloud, I don't got much to say. I heard that they keep your private keys on the server. Yep. No, no. They might have fixed that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just a way for, yeah, for you to be like an influencer mm-hmm. um, and people could like pay for your token. Gotcha. So you kind of create a token and they pay for it, um, which just, means... Just stream me sats. That, see? Like, this like, is why I don't get street, what Freedlove is me, doing. Yeah, stream me sats, which is, we're, we're, we're right there. You know what I mean? Lightning's already changing the world. Streaming sats through messaging and through Twitter and through whatever else is about to be that next Listen, level. Listen, if you have a Raspy, if you have a Git Umbro, <laughs> if you have a My Node, yeah. if you have any of these things, that a full Bitcoin node or a Lightning node, you don't need a full Bitcoin node, a Lightning node, listen to this episode and stream some sets. Like, yeah. it's that easy. Uh, but that's why I don't understand what Breedlove was doing. Yeah. I don't understand what he was doing. Or, or like, if you want to do that, do that, but don't talk about it, fam. Sure. Or take the criticism and be like, oh, my fault, guys. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to see. Oh, ha-ha. Ah-ha. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do something. Yeah. yeah. But to nah, the, he, 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 kept, le- he kept swinging. He, the, yeah. he kept swinging. Like, triple it's time. Like, fam, you, yo. Why are you doubling down on this? And the, yeah, I love the players. Yeah, the players yeah. are just like, oh, you want to keep coming back for more? <laughs> <laughs> it's like your mom's after you talk back. I, I will say though. this, and I want to note this for the show live. Um, I did have somebody share that plebs or so-called plebs were reaching out to Breedlove's family, like saying that I his saw wife... saw something like that. Disgusting. That's not pleb shit. And if it is, I don't want to be a pleb. Nobody should yeah. want to be a pleb. 
for those of you, if that's true, that reached out and tried to like talk about his kid or his kid to be or his wife, that's yeah. nasty, disgusting. Yeah, I saw that. And, it's not uh, worth all that. I didn't understand it fully, but I was hoping it wasn't that. I also am hoping it's not true. But the fact that somebody would say that and the, what I know about the internet, yeah. I, I would see that to be true. Cut it out, guys. Like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Whatever. People, people are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not necessary. The memeing is all fun and all that stuff. But family, let, let's keep it old mafia. Let's keep it mm-hmm. old school. You know, no kids, no wife. Uh, let, let, let's just take him to the shot, take him to the, the wheelhouse without having to do all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, I don't understand him when, like you said, Brie Love, you could just get mad if you're not already getting mad sad streaming for your Jeff Booth series. This is the thing about Brie Love, and I did note this. I, I didn't really ever get much from Brie Love. I saw your tweet about it. I, and I, I, I agree with it. Yeah, I thought he would just babble a lot. And yeah. the Michael Saylor series was great because of Michael Saylor. Mm-hmm. I actually thought the worst parts of that were listening to Relove. The mm-hmm. intro and the outro were terrible. Saylor could have did that. He could have did that whole thing by himself. For sure. And, it could have just been a Michael Saylor narration uh, eight episodes. <laughs> it would have been fantastic. And I didn't finish the Jeff Booth one, but same thing. Yeah. I thought Jeff Booth was just smoking it. I thought he was just doing I got to listen thing. to him. I, I, I think I got four episodes in. This is very, I think it's eight for him. It's it? very long. Um, but I got four in. I'm planning to catch up. Same thing. And I did like Breed Love on the Lex Friedman podcast. Yep. Um, he was well-organized and well-articulated during that episode. It was like three hours long. Um, and I like philosophy as well, personally, away from Bitcoin. So I get it. I understand his correlations. I understand it. But I, to me, it was just like, this guy's kind of just like grabbing information and just repeating it over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, that's great. I'm more interested in what he has to say about that information that he's organized himself. Mm-hmm. And I, I never got that from Breed Love. So this didn't really bother me either way. Like, I wasn't disappointed. Like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't have heroes. 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 Right. No heroes. No heroes. Um, but yeah, I saw a lot of people actually take it. Like, come on, man. What? I, I yeah. was like, okay. Someone had said it in a tweet, and they were just talking about the whole altcoin shit coin. And they're like, these things exist just to take away your Bitcoin. Yes. Same thing with these tokens and all these other exchange sites. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. they just exist to take away your Bitcoin. And like, so we we give people a hard time about it because we don't want you to lose your Bitcoin. Yeah, we want you to keep stay, keep it over here um, in self custody. Yeah, keep right? it before these big you know institutions start wiping it all out. We definitely want people to not there waste their time. But it's just you know I don't know I you know I know it's hard to explain when you go deeper deeper into like the history of the stuff and how it's how it's been going and how it works. It's just you understand that the other stuff just doesn't match up. And then the yeah. obvious thing is, is that from the very origin, all this stuff is just Bitcoin forks. And not all of them, but most of them just change the rules a little bit. Yeah. And you can see where consensus just destroys the floor with any of that stuff because people still have to agree to use it a certain way. And I think Bitcoin just hit the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these other guys could change the rules. Um, we could get right into it now. I'm reading the Block Size Wars. And it's basically that thing where it was like, look, there was a lot of guys, uh, Brian what, Armstrong, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, from Coinbase. He was there back then fighting for bigger blocks because obviously he runs an exchange. Mm-hmm. Bigger blocks means more transactions, more mm-hmm. fees, more whatever, whatever. But, you know, it, it took the plebs, right, the average small block guys to basically be like, yo, nah. we can't do that. Right? And there was compromises. There was like, yo, listen, it was, a, it was literally block-sized wars is the perfect name for this book. It was literally <laughs> like a... Now we have to meet in the middle, but if y'all ain't gonna meet, then we gonna stay away. Adam Back was was back then making decisions, um, but a lot of the the um, I think it's Bitmen, a lot of the the Japanese miner companies back mm-hmm. then wanted bigger blocks, and they were basically it got to the point where they were basically saying like we don't care what you regular pleb developers want to do, 
we have the bigger stake, we have the more money, we're going to make the bigger blocks. Mm. And it's just so, a... It, so what do they mean by bigger blocks? Bigger, uh, more transactions on it. So I think okay. I believe a, a regular Bitcoin block right now is one megabyte. If okay. it's not, it's two megabytes, but it's not more than two. Uh, I believe it's one megabyte. And they wanted to make it as uh, not only eight megabytes, increase the block size, but I believe they were trying to institute things where like, um, uh, like every few years, it would kind of like increase block size. So like every two or three years, it would be 12 megabytes. Mm. And the argument was Moore's law that technology would just keep compounding and then hard drive spaces will become bigger, computers will become bigger yeah, and it'll yeah, yeah. pick up with the block size. Um, but the smaller block size, uh, block people were, or the original devs, the plebs were fighting for, hey, like this is global money. Like you guys can make money, but you're ignoring the fact that mm. we need all of the world to be able to verify transactions. We need the plebs. Yeah, we need mm -hmm. it, you know low cost, low equipment, yeah. as easy as possible. And I haven't finished the book, but we obviously know that the small blockers won. Mm -hmm. But it explains ta uh, the what what happened with Taproot, the signaling process. It yeah. explains that back then when they were trying to signal for bigger blocks. Mm. Um, it goes through this thing that it was before my time in Bitcoin, and it's very dope to watch, and yeah. it's very dope to listen to like the Adam Backs of the world, the gentleman who wrote the book, uh, James Blair. I probably ruined that. I don't even want to, mm -hmm. um, but. These guys were there back then, and they're still around, yeah. and they speak to us on the regular. You can kind of see them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just cool to see where they were at, the battles that they fought. Um, and it was literally a Bitcoin civil war. I know this influencer pleb thing is a civil war, but not like change of the protocol. Mm -hmm. Like, if the influencers don't like the plebs, that's not going to change Bitcoin. That's just a regular... This is like, no, this can change the fund fundamental way that Satoshi laid this out for things to go all the way to, mm -hmm. you know, 21 million and still function properly. Um, and it's a really cool, uh, it just shows consensus always wins. It shows that we speak, we're allowed to vote. Like, it's decentralized to a fashion. Uh, Black Size Wars, go check it out, guys. It's a highly recommended book. Um, way before, um, uh, being way before me, it started in 2017. August 2016, I believe, is when the book starts or whatever. But, um, yeah, the system is really good. Um, it doesn't matter if plebs and influencers fight. Bitcoin is Bitcoin because the people vote. For what they want the rules to be, the consensus to be, um, and back to what we said earlier, people are just another node on the network. Um, mm -hmm. If they act rogue, they will get ignored, mm -hmm. and they will get removed. We've seen people removed. Elaine, that's the most recent one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we you know it, it, Bitcoin is really good at that. Uh, Max Kaiser, we keep, I think three weeks in a row we've quoted it, but it brings the poison to the top, right? It, mm -hmm. You can't be a liar and be inside of Bitcoin. It would just suck it right out of you. Um, and yeah, I think that if Peter McCormack, I know we're kind of bouncing around, is um, a spook or whatever, it's going to get exposed pretty soon. Yeah. There's only so long you can have this. And when people want to expose you, they're going to find a way to expose you. Right. So influencers proceed with caution. Yeah. The, the plebs are going to go out there. Yeah. And the beautiful part about that deal is the plebs got nothing to lose. Thanks. Like, yeah. yeah, come at me. I'm yeah. coming right back I think, every time. I think Anonymous even made a, a video about Elon Musk. Yeah, it's you know it, it's like, hard to tell if those are true anonymous, but if it was, I saw yeah, yeah. it. I I don't I don't I wouldn't be the equivalent of messing with the dude that's making your food. If you're using online services, if you depend on online services or data being transferred from A to B to C, whatever, and you're not up on your game on how it gets to A to B to C safely, um, yeah, it might be the the same thing as pissing off your bartender or whatever or your mm -hmm. uh, waiter mm -hmm. at a restaurant and, and and having something happen to your food. I, I wouldn't mess with extreme hackers or whatever, cybersecurity dudes. I mean, there's the regular Fizzer guys, but there's the dudes that go to the next level. And um, mm -hmm. when everything from bank accounts to benefits to numbers is all on somebody's centralized Device. server, mm. 
I mean, I know where the where the where the melt where the melting pot is. I'm just gonna go right at it. Like I don't even need to spread this thing out. I'm just going right at yeah. this thing. This this is the equivalent of uh, you know putting money on someone's head of just making someone's life very harder because you can obtain sensitive data. You could change. You could literally remove this person from the world. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Um, Black Size Wars. I have it here just to give him a shout out. Quick, Guy Swan. Um, I heard somebody say he is the voice of Bitcoin. Yeah. I listen to him on Bitcoin Audible. Fantastic stuff. I listen to him. Uh, Pretty sure I, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, he changed his name. I think it was Crypto Economy, and now it's Guy Swan or something of yep. the likes. Saw that recently. Uh, he um, he is the voice of Bitcoin. He read the Gigi's book, uh, 21 Questions. Uh, fantastic book. Highly recommend the Gigi's book. Um, he was read that. He's read all the Bitcoin Audible stuff. He reads Black Size Wars, and he reads it very well. He reads yeah. it clean. He has the perfect voice. Uh, shout out to him. Does it sound like it was done in a studio? I don't know. Because mm. from recording this, we know how good technology has become. Yeah, like, you could yeah. just get a mic in the room nice and quiet, add some plugins, mm -hmm. and you could get some high-quality stuff. Um, but it sounds good enough for me to pay for it. Gotcha. And actually, I did. I have a credit. I paid out I think, for it. I uh, think Going Parabolic's book, I think it, it was done on, like, a super, like a USB. Did book. he read it? No, it was a girl. <sighs> and the quality wasn't good. So... I don't know, man. I, I was that's, pretty disappointed about that. That's another that. one of those unfollows. And um, I think we said it in this podcast before. Yeah, yeah. I agree with his lifestyle. I mean, yeah. I don't agree with it. I, I appreciate his lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate guys like him. Because um, in this life, you do got to take it by the fucking bulls and, and do it. And, and he's one of those guys. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't subscribe to that information. It's yeah, not yeah. it's not stimulating to my brain whatsoever. Um, so um, shout out to him. I get it. I haven't read that book. I'm not yeah. even interested in it, but you did tell me it was really good. Yeah, yeah. And I have other people have told me it's really good. So yeah. I'm sure it is a really good book. I'll get to it at some point. Um, but yeah, check out Block Size Wars. Those are the books um, that really get my brain going because it's Bitcoin before me and how we got here and how things are. It, it, you know, it brings up um, uh, Segwit and how that happened. And mm -hmm. Segwit is the reason we have Lightning Network. Um, can you break down what Segwit is? I can try. Yeah. Um, before Segwit, all the um, all the script that needed to basically be approved for it to be a transaction, which is the input, um, the address, all these things, the, the script, um, they used to have to be inside of the transaction, so the size of the transaction would be a little bigger. Mm -hmm. um, I believe a segregated witness, the transaction goes through, and the information for the script goes to a different catch. Gotcha. So it makes the file smaller. I probably could have ruined that right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm like 80% sure. Yeah, it's a theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it, it just basically gets the script and makes it smaller. Because gotcha. the script used to have to go with the whole transaction gotcha. for the Bitcoin nodes to basically say, check, 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 transaction good. Got it. Because I know uh, uh, when setting up cold storage, at least on mine, yep. it gives you, you can pick native SegWit or there are a few others. Yeah. Um, I don't know what makes better, but it's usually best to go native. Gotcha. Um, and I think native is just, I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I think it's just the first implementation of SegWit. Uh, gotcha. I would have to look into that. Yeah. But uh, anybody that's ever helped me in the very early days set up cold storage was basically saying native SegWit every time. It gives you the BC1 address. I would do that. Yeah, the BC1 address is, I think, the original Bitcoin address is lower fees. Um, I, I saw that. The, yeah. When I was going through it, it hinted me. as like, hey, native SegWit, I think, has lower fees. So. Right. So um, it's, a, it's a lot to do with, like, to BOC32. There's, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm not going to attempt to figure out. I have read in Mastering Bitcoin, but I'm not going to attempt to be, uh, figure uh, like say it here because yeah, yeah. I'll probably just mess somebody up. Right. But, yeah, uh, 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 SegWit, I believe, segregated witness is what that is short for. Basically, you know, makes the header of the transaction smaller and, and puts it in a different catch. Gotcha. Um, and that's how we get lightning channels, and that's how we get th things like that. Um, so 
That's just the evolution of Bitcoin. Taproot is going to be another completely game changer. And Taproot generally is going to increase uh, security, privacy. Yeah, security and privacy. Uh, what was really cool about um, the, the way a private key turns into an XPUB is with something, and they're going to kill me for this. I know it. Um, ECDSA um, algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what gives you the XPUB, the output or whatever. So if I'm not mistaken, um, Taproot hides that signature into a completely different one um, by using a, a SARS uh, algorithm. Mm-hmm. And that basically just says, you know, from the outside, you can't tell what type of transaction it is. Because some Bitcoin transactions, because of the script and because, of, like multisig, for example, because of a script, it says that, you know, two of three keys are required. So inside of the script information for unlocking transactions, it will legit say, where are these three XPUBs? They need to be inserted for Bitcoin to say yes. Gotcha. Um, I believe in Taproot, that all gets hidden behind a completely different signature. Uh, and that just makes it better, yeah. faster, uh, right. cheaper more secure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what multi-sig is happening, you don't know when a lightning channel is happening. You don't know when a lightning channel is closing. Um, that's very important because that means you and I can send three billion transactions to each other and nobody can ever see when it started and when it ended. I love it, bro. And so like, as you're saying this, I'm thinking about Max Kaiser. He had a tweet yep. where he was like, I think he was critiquing uh, some mainstream media's article and he was like, hey, you're forgetting the part where it gives 8 billion people private property rights, yep. not to mention this is the first time we remove money from the state. Super cool, man. Money from central control. Yeah. You know, it's... It's it's extremely crazy. powerful. I'm telling you, I, in the beginning, I mean, especially in 2017, yeah. money, 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 money. Like, I'm going to pay my bills for life with yeah. right that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it doesn't matter. I was speaking, speaking to somebody in my DM the other day. Uh, shout out to her. She's a very helpful individual. Uh, a Texan, I believe. Um, she, she was basically letting me know, like, hey, listen... Um, uh, I, I was just like, she was like, hey, I, I haven't bought, uh, and I, I don't want to put her, but basically, ever since people started equipping laser eyes, it's been like an oversell. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, like, listen, this is about to destroy itself. Like, people are just obviously bullish for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's one of the uh, smarter investors or whatever in that sense. Um, but it, it's, you know, what I said is, is I've been buying the whole time. Um, yeah. I, I, I got money up at 64 right now. <laughs> So it's like, I have money all over, and I just don't think about it anymore. Um, I'm mm-hmm. mining at a loss, because mm-hmm. I just don't think about it anymore. Um, to me, it's just all those things that, that, like you said, like property rights for every single person, unconfiscatable money, um, the hardest money of all time, the hardest value of all time. I could always get a fiat loan off of it. That's just mind-blowing to me. That's like mm-hmm. the cheat code to life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, 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 it's, it's crazy, and I don't see it at, at, that, at that thing, uh, at that sense, but Tapu is going to make it stronger. Taproot just opens different avenues for a, a lot of new dope apps. And then there'll be the next Taproot. There'll be some other thing that will signal that'll make it better. Um, I posted this before, too. Um, like, it's very early. It, it, it's the connection to the phone when you used to pick up the internet and hear the mm-hmm. scrambling. Mm-hmm. That's where Bitcoin is right now. Facts. And all its information and all it's doing is very young. It's very exciting. It's very young-led, meaning that a lot of people that are pushing are young people that can do mm-hmm. this for another 10, 15, 20, yeah, 40, yeah, let's go. Um, so if you don't, if you get on for money, get on for money. If you get on for philosophy, get on for philosophy. But damn it, get on the damn train. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like <laughs> once you this get, is fun. Hey, typically with investing, right? People mm-hmm. are like, oh, what, what coins should I get? You know, what, what should I buy? What should I do? Real estate, this, that. And it's just like, start with education. If you want to invest in Bitcoin, get the book, The Bitcoin Standard. I gotta yeah. reread that again. I, I seem to not recommend that anymore, but maybe yeah. it's because I have read it so long. No, ago. you've you've read others. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
right? I just got through layered money. I need to get through layered money. Shout out to Nick. Layered yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Really shout good. out to Nick. Um, but I'm I'm telling people to start with education, right? Because that's edu- the only if, thing it could do. If people knew how amazing it is and how it's going to affect everyone across the world and how it's going to better the world, yeah, then like that's hard they for won't Americans, especially man. I won't speak yeah. for the you know Europeans or whatever, but that's yeah. hard for Americans dude, to yeah. think outside themselves, man. Like True. I, it, let's not even talk about Bitcoin and other stuff you see in every day. It's like wow, like mm. there'll be there'll be an individual half your age that'll destroy you at that job right now if you was given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I agree with you. I'm more excited about that stuff. Um, I price is irrelevant to me because you, every time I open my Twitter feed, there's some dope stuff going on. I see mm-hmm. a new like yo, the volcanic stuff. Like that's fire. that's crazy, man. And then yeah. it, it's like when you Literally show fire. <laughs> Yeah, when you show how to do it, yeah. it's easy for other people to be like, oh, yeah, I can do that too. Yeah. Now, I know Canada's going through the weird COVID stuff or whatever. I don't know what areas are affected or whatnot. But I saw that they had this hydropower dam that could power, yeah. like, the whole Bitcoin network by itself. That's crazy. Wait yeah. till they see that they can do that. And yeah. say, wait a minute. Well, why don't we well, just... The first thing I thought about with hydro, yep. I thought about, like, Niagara Falls. Like, where's the highest point of water and where is it falling to and how do we capture that pressure? To convert it to but energy. they have to want that, right? Right yeah, now, yeah, it's yeah. dollar incentives, and right. these and, and and Niagara is a national park, right? I think probably. so. It's probably one of those things where laws. it's all government money too. Yeah. So it's probably one of those things where it's like, as long as they're paying for the bills, mm-hmm. we ain't doing nothing crazy. Yeah, uh, and it's beautiful. I went to Niagara; it's incredible. Speaking of uh, hydropower, Compass yep. had a rig I was looking at, and mm-hmm. I think they mentioned it was in a certain place powered by hydro. Did, so any incentive? Cool. Uh, Does it make it cheaper for you? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Same price. Yeah. But cool. Cool. It's one know. of those things. I like. You know, they're actively working on that stuff. Yeah, that's a perk. So. Yeah. I haven't looked at, at Compass again. Um, yeah. I, I should. I still want to just buy more miners. The, yo, they have. So here's here's the thing. They have some wholesale. I was gonna send them to you. Yeah. Like yeah. you can. I think they don't have capacity, so they're like shipping direct to customers. Interesting. So yeah. and their prices are somewhat in line from what I'm seeing on eBay. Interesting. And other places. I have but, to check it out. Yeah. yeah. I, I want more stuff at home. I know that sounds weird. Yeah. And I know no. I'm not getting point six. Um. But I still think with all the other costs they're throwing on top, it's pretty much a point twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, or, or higher. Right. Um. So uh, to me, it's like if I could bring them home and, and play around with them, uh, yeah. my power supply is acting up. But I think I think the ones I'm seeing are like 3,300 watts in power. Super cool. So yeah. probably I'll DCA through the electricity bill, dude. Yeah. Uh, now, I, what? When does it get to a point? And you can speak on our city, or you can speak in your. When does it get to the point where the city's like, hold up, what's this electricity going up for? Uh, yeah. How I long do you I, see I, that going? Um, I feel like they wouldn't bother you if you're running. They be telling people to like not here, but I've heard stories of them telling people that uh, shut off your AC or keep your AC on the low. Yeah. So what happens is, and I used to work in lighting. Hey, right. Man. So what, So here's what happens. Um. Let's say we have we own Worcester, all right. right? We have so much electricity that comes that uh, from uh, like out of the city. Okay. It, it gets provided for the city, and as more, it's like anything else. It's like any anything we consume. Once uh, that demand gets so high, and it becomes like more scarce, or yeah. it becomes more expensive to provide, um, like with like basically nonstop, you have to be able to provide this much electricity. Okay. Um, so when you start having supply and demand issues, like they'll add in extra sources for that. And so rates will go up. So right. you'll, you'll get a text or an email from national grid or wherever. And they'll be like, Hey, if you run your AC between nine, you know, 9am and 8pm today, it's going to be two cents extra. Um, cause they're dealing with supply and demand issues. Right. So that's yeah, BS and that's lame. <laughs> that's super um, BS. and then the other issue is to, to prevent that, like if you know you can only have X Y Z amount of kilowatts on your grid across a city, yeah. To keep your numbers down, you have to tell everyone, "Hey, we're urging you to, you know, 
I don't know, turn off your AC, don't use your lights, yeah, you know, whatever's power consuming, you know, turn it off. Could they ever do hours. anything about it? They can't physically force yeah, you to stop it. But well, what happens? I mean, in California, yeah, like during COVID, they yeah. were uh, <laughs> literally like, if a restaurant was open, they were shutting off their lights. Oh yeah, yeah, I did hear you. Yeah, me? Yeah, so it. like a few gyms, right? Yeah, gyms, all kinds of stuff. So like that's I think when they would turn it off. But yeah. um, no, if your electric bill spiked, I think the feds will roll up or or the you know the <laughs> drug unit. I mean that's what happened to Jason Williams. Yeah, because uh, he was they. Oh, thought, but he was doing some they parabolic thought, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so what happens is there uh, there was a, a two dudes in what Spencer who got uh bopped and I don't know. Yeah, so the For reason what, lamps? the reason they found them was they were looking at their electric bills. So the feds look at electric bills. So okay. if you go from a regular rate to a crazy amount, yeah. immediately they think that's drugs. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> so how, how long I guess the original question is how long till bitcoin <laughs> until bitcoin's considered a drug? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably nah. a while. Listen, miners are so, miners are so versatile that they could just be like, okay, I mean, you just get solar panels. Yeah, I just unplug it and then go plug somewhere else. Like, yeah, you get solar panels. That's the thing about the system, right? That's the thing about the block size. That's mm-hmm. like it's very portable. Like, yeah. Just, okay, oh, I lost my phone number. I got another no wallet. I mean, the, the half of the miners that are in China, they're relocating to America. Yeah. Shout out to them. Thank you. Shutting down the entire operation. I appreciate y'all. Right and now. giving us more hash. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, shout out to them. Uh, yeah, nah, it, it's it's so portable. It's so in the pocket. Yeah. Um, do your homework, as you told the, the listeners a little while ago. It's the only way that this is going to be um, conviction. It's the only mm-hmm. way you're going to get in anything, honestly, you can think about yeah. it. Um, but in Bitcoin specifically, don't take my for, uh, my word for it. Don't trust me. Verify me. Uh, call me out on shit. Call anybody out on shit. Shout out to the plebs uh, one more time. We're reaching our 53 mark. Shout out to the plebs. Call anybody out on shit, especially in Bitcoin. Bitcoin, as I'm learning, has been through a lot of shit. Uh, it did it with influencers. It did it without them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of guys that wanted to take the like the big black guys. They wanted to be like the new Satoshi. Like there's a lot of proof mm-hmm. of that. There's a lot of dudes that had their right, opportunity. Right. There's a lot of people. I listen to the book. It's, there's a lot of people. Um, um, there's Vitalik. There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. But the point is, is Bitcoin has found a way to just fling those people off, and now it's like full head of steam. Pure. Yeah, like they had their chance, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and they lost it. Yeah. Uh, and now there's so much steam and there's so much nodes and there's so much consensus and we know so much about what a transaction is that whenever something comes up like, hey, we should change that, there's no way you can sneak it under the rug. There's mm-hmm. no way you can add a feature to Bitcoin that nobody's aware of. It just doesn't happen. And then the incentive system that Satoshi built, um, I don't know, Peace Prize worthy. Mm-hmm. The, like the fact that everybody wins by contributing to the network somehow, some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in a dirt GG article somewhere, I need to find the next best thing. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think mm. it's ever happened. Um, but maybe their GG could prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, or anybody else could prove me wrong. It's genius, bro. It's incredible. Anything else for the people? No, no, that's good, man. Hey, listen, guys, reach out to us anywhere that you're listening or watching us. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button down below. Tell a friend they could subscribe. This information can literally change lives. If you have a node and you have the Lightning Network, if you have Sphinx, if you have any of these apps that support Podcast 2.0, please stream over some sets. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, all your favorite podcast players, subscribe. If you have a minute or two, leave a review for us. It helps us float up in the algorithm. People can see where we're at. People can get this information just like you're getting it. Ben, I appreciate you as always. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. All righty. I'll see you guys next week for episode 26. Actually, am I? At some point, we'll record 26. Yeah, I'll be in Austin, but we'll figure this out for y'all. We appreciate y'all. Later. Peace.
All opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any of the sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes.